Hello and welcome to another episode of The Vinyl Collective, your weekly journal of the hip-hop and R&B landscape. I'm your host, John. And I'm your co-host, Toffer. Welcome back. Episodes 44. As I mentioned to John just before this call, um, my favourite president. Just a bit random tidbit. I don't really give a fuck about US politics. I'm just talking out my ass here. But um, yeah, how are you doing, John? I'm doing well. I am doing well. I've, yeah. I'm ready for this episode. I've been, we've been very excited. We always kind of, you know, <laughs> let let the, uh, what, what's a nice way of saying it? Let the general public have their opinion on albums. We sit, we let, we let it kind of marinate and then we come around to it. But, uh, you know, we'll be getting you know onto that later. <laughs> you know it's like, like you know, in like shows like Game of Thrones, right, where like there'll be like a big battle between like two houses, and mm-hmm. everyone's going, and then you get that one guy who waits for the whole shit to happen, and he just gets that killer, that killer move on the main like primary target. We're that guy, like we just wait for everyone, all the pawns to do what they need to do, then we'll come around and and then finish things off. But um, <laughs> anyways, before we get into that, make sure you subscribe to the Vinyl Collective on pretty much all platforms whatever platform you're listening to this on youtube spotify um google podcast whatever the fuck and make sure you follow us on twitter tbc pod instagram vinyl collective pod uh yeah that's really it not we're on facebook drop but, us an email yeah. at vinyl collective pod vinyl collective pod at gmail.com uh also true. if you're listening to us on apple music apple podcasts even then you can feel free to leave us a review um five stars only or leave a leave a comment on if you're listening on youtube um drop a comment ask us a question yeah cool that's that uh, housekeeping done <laughs> <laughs> see john's like oh, i don't really give a fuck about doing this what we had to but um no i thought i thought you understand but um yeah let's go straight into it right so this week we have our spotlight series so every week we'll give you an artist that you should be keeping tabs on oh my gosh my cough's gonna come on one second <coughs> This is why I hate drinking water during podcasts. I know people probably hear it, but it's like... It's that it, gulp. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? John does it too, right? But the problem is, if we speak for damn near two hours about drinking water, all you're going to hear is like... I'm just going to redline in it. Like, I do need to drink something. <laughs> Meanwhile, in it. But anyways, so for our, our um, Spotlight Artist number 44... I have Mariah the Scientist. So, um, John, just before I go into it, have you heard of her before? I have heard of her before. Okay, cool. So, for, for those who don't know, she is an R&B singer. She's under some guy's record label. Don't don't know. Some guy from Canada. does. It's not really relevant, mate, to be honest. She should probably change labels. But she's under some guy's record label. She's, you know, she's been around for a few years. Um, she had the hit single Beetlejuice on her debut project. So she's not one of those people who fucked around with like EPs or mixtapes for too long. She had like a mixtape on like, or EP on like SoundCloud. But after that, she kind of hit the ground running, started off with an album. Now she's on the second album. I actually like that. Like, albeit like her albums are pretty short, like 30 minutes long, but at least, you know, you're getting yourself out there. You're not fucking around. So she had a hit single Beetlejuice that was on her debut project, Master. Um, one thing that really stands out to me about Mariah is that um, she is very intentional about her album art that I've noticed. Like, she actually has some sick art. Like, the first one, it looks like she's, like, in a... <laughs> it looks like... A school it's school like school photo. No, not even that. It looks way more sinister. It's like the black version of Get Out. Like, she's just oh. standing there looking very serious. Yeah, like, yeah. perfect posture. You just have this hand on her shoulder. Like, what the hell? Like, what's going on? You know what I mean? Like, it's like a... 
it feels like it could be like a horror film poster if you didn't mm. know who the guy was. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, ne- next cover. Jordan Peele movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It would be like Perfect Families by Jordan Peele, something like that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And obviously the her next project, um, Rai Rai World, where she literally has like um an arrow going straight through her heart and she's just like laughing about yeah. it. That's quite stark, isn't it? Mm. Um, Fun yeah. this cover, were we? Yeah, it's a pretty cool cover. I like her cover. Don't do that, John. Don't do that. Because John tries to bait me. Julie Leaf is the first and last time you'll ever bait me, John. It's never going to happen again. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, moving along. Let's talk about the music, right? That's what we're here for, right? So, um, I've had my tabs on her for a while. Because I won't say that this is one artist that I've, again, I think because the cover stuck out to me, I've seen her here and there. So I'm like, okay, like, it's, it's a cool mm. name as well, Mariah the Scientist. Like, oh. So um, I did a bit of digging. So she... Of, um, she got the name from basically she went she was going to do well she studied biology at St. John's University in New York for a year mm-hmm. um, if you know if that sounds familiar to you it's the same university that J. Cole went to when he went to New York so there's that connection and obviously she did biology dropped out you know did singing all that good stuff um, so she's been singing ever since um, so that her actual singing I can't lie, this is someone who is should be way bigger. And I think because of maybe her management, probably isn't as big as she should be. But I think compared to like maybe other R and B artists we've had like spoken about, like Ambre or Berwin or whoever the hell. Like there's like, okay, you've got talent, but it's not all the way there. I feel like for her, it's pretty much all the way there. Like if I think of some of the like R and B artists out right now, I feel like she could definitely slot in like easily yeah, yeah. Like, yeah like this army artist you should look at so her voice is really good that's one thing that stuck out to me like she's not one of those like um a vibey like it's not one of those people that she can legit sing i don't think she has full control of her range yet but you can see from like master to rai rai world like how much better she's gotten at that and song structure and everything like that doesn't come off as as Atlanta to me either. That's the part that surprised me as well. But obviously, when you see her like um, regular pictures, you're like, okay, yeah, there it goes. Like you can see it. Um, but yeah, no, really good singing, really honest songwriting. It kind of reminds me of like Scissor in that sense, like mm. just kind of like really being honest about her relationship experiences and not like, but not trying to act like you know she's maneuvering it like in some sort of like, oh yeah, just get all these guys and yeah. It's like yeah, like you know she gets fucked over a lot. Um, good features as well great features on this yeah I can't even lie like she did bring the Atlanta natives in Young Fog and Lil Baby Lil Baby actually was really good on that um, he uh, has features here and there where he just he does (laughs) he does pretty well he can't um, yeah yeah you can't fault him innit you can't fault him I I think one thing that surprised me is that I think it's not surprising but I think just another just a bit of a side tangent Atlanta's really bringing the talent I mean, like, fucking hell, we've got Jid, Kenny Mason, Future, Young Fuck, Mariah the Scientist, like, you just, this, the talent is deep in Atlanta right now, and, and mm. I mean, like, if this is just another person popping up, and I was speaking to someone about this the other day, where it feels like, with R&B, it feels like a new wave is about to hit, and she could definitely be part of the forefront of that, do you know what I mean, so... Um, yeah, the song we're referring to is um, Always and Forever by Lil Baby and Walked In featuring Young Fuck. Yeah. Those are the two. But um, yeah, no, I think really good singing. I, th- I don't know who I'll compare her to. I don't know who you would compare her to. I think that's what I'm trying to Oof, put my It's thing. difficult. Yeah. I- I'm trying to work that out. But yeah, no, honestly, good singer, good songwriting. I think she's... I think she's she one is to watch for sure. Yeah, she's one to watch. Like, I, I do genuinely feel like she is someone who's going to be like really big really soon. 
like mm-hmm. really soon. So yeah, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, no, I'm a big fan. I think, like <clears throat> you said, it's the vocals are actually there, and I'm, yeah. she's still kind of fairly young. Is she kind of like mid twenties? She's twenty three. Twenty three. Okay, mm-hmm. so like, there's still time to, to like develop your voice a yeah. little bit more. Yeah, um, of course. That kind of stuff can come, but like. Yeah, I mean, she's ready to go. Like, she's already got, um, like, the features there. She's on a big record label. Um, mm. Forgotten the name. <laughs> forgotten who for. Um, someone someone big, as he said. In yeah, the, someone. It doesn't really Over matter. there in North America. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, big fan. The two songs you yeah. said you picked, are they Walked In and Always yeah. and Forever? So, um, yeah, Always and Forever and Aura. It won't be Walked Aura. In. But yeah, I think Walked In, I was just referring to it. But Aura yeah. is a really good song. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, I, I think that's the song that kind of sold me. I was like, okay, I like Beetlejuice. That's by far the best song in Master. But when I heard um this latest project, I was, I was like, oh, wow. Like, And there's a lot of good songs in this, like Revenge as well, but doesn't matter. So Always and Forever, I'll give Little Babies props. And Aura, those, those are the two songs I'll give. But um, yeah, no, banging artist. Definitely, definitely check her out if you have an R&B playlist that you want to slot something in. Yeah, definitely not one to miss, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, check her out. Uh, cool. So let's have a little rundown. I feel like there's been a, there's been a good amount of music that's been released. Um, okay, cool. But I want to I wanna start with one um, and get Toppe's opinion on it. There's <laughs> okay, been cool. a new single released from... UK's own SL and Tom Zanetti. It's called Timeline and the floor is yours. Do you know who the fuck this Tom Zanetti guy is? I've never heard of him before. No idea. Okay. So, yeah, I think, <laughs> I feel like John's baiting me on this one a little bit because I did tweet the other day. I was like, what the fuck is this SL single? <laughs> and I've listened to it a few times just to make sure like it wasn't me in a bad mood. And I still don't get what the fuck is going on. Like, this... Like, I'm one of those guys, like, I don't know. I'm still one of those, like, boomers who still think, like, SL's, like, super talented and, like, he's going to... He's, like a, he's a young kid still. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm still, still at those school guys, and he's right? still making music. <laughs> yeah, like, even though it's been, like, three, four years, I'm still like, yeah, just give it time. Like, whatever. Like, whatever. But um, this song, like, what the hell? Like, it, it's like, it just feels so disjoint to anything it is horrible out. if you yeah. haven't listened to it check it out you don't even listen need to listen to the whole song just <laughs> yeah. listen to like 30 seconds because he starts rapping quite quickly um oh it's one of the worst songs i've heard this year it is I, that I bad it is yeah that it bad. is pretty bad <laughs> like it's shockingly bad like i don't even get why these two are in the same room I've, again i've never heard of him in any realm in terms of UK music, drill, nothing of this, like, nature. And it's weird because, obviously, he was just on a song of Avelino a couple of months ago, um, Ways, and I thought he did really well on there. So it's like... Mm. And the thing is, if it's, I feel like, oh, he could have got away with it if he was, like, a feature. Yeah. But it's, it's his song. It's his yeah. song. Do you know what I mean? Like, what's... Like, I, I, I just don't get it. The song's called Time Zone. Listen, like, listen to it, guys. Like, I just... I don't understand, like, what this what this is. I... I, I I, I can't even show on it because I don't know what it is. Like, but it's god awful. Like John said, it's probably one of the worst singles this year. I I, I don't think that's an understatement. No. To be honest. I mean, that's, that's not a lot much more to say. About yeah, that. but who the fuck is Tom's Like, I've looked him up. So he's a he's a, U- he's a UK vocalist um, who got popular after. You're not going to believe this. Um, he, oh, he, he was a club promoter. Um, and he's oh, most successful knife. 
at Leeds nightclub mission for five consecutive years. Oh, I've been mission. Okay. Damn, no, so that that makes a lot more sense. I'm trying to see if who he's worked with. He's worked with like Dappy. Doesn't mean anything to oh, me in 2021. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really get it. I don't get it. I really don't know what Essa was thinking with this one. Like, I, yeah, it's just shockingly bad. <laughs> it's just really bad. What are your thoughts? It's a, yeah. it's a serious misstep. I think, I hope you're correct after this. I don't, I can't see him uh, going down that road much longer. I mean, the song is kind of flopped anyway, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, no one's talking about it so far, so, <laughs> so there's <laughs> <good> that. reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's that. Let's, let's move on. Um, I'm yet to listen to a couple of these albums so maybe we'll leave them for next week unless you've heard them um, the Alchemist Boldy James album. no it's it's on my list we the can feature, talk about it the feature list looks crazy so yeah on my list yeah my list. we'll Continue. talk about that next week we will also talk about Car's latest album um, mm. Reward for Martyrs um, that will be available I think on streaming services if not Friday then probably over the weekend sometime um, yeah. Car loves a bit of uh, delayed release. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so in other news, uh, we have a new single. Have you heard this one from Zakari? And oh, Isaiah yeah. Rashad, talk to me. I mean, Rainy Day. It, just before I get into that, also Tanache dropped an album, Free, 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 which um, I will get to. I know people mm-hmm. have requested to me to listen to that. I've I will heard get good to things. That. Oh, yeah, I've heard good things as well. I've heard really yeah. good things. So, um, yeah, I will get on to that in due time but um i think look guys 2017 was four years ago <laughs> i don't know why you're laughing already mate. but yeah, 2017 was four years ago like we don't need to pretend that love was a great song because we like kendrick lamar look i still like kendrick lamar even though he hasn't dropped he i has, still look, like that right. song don't do uh, it okay, all right whatever, whatever you're not saying mate like okay you, you know you can like love but we don't have to pretend we don't have to pretend Sakari's a good artist. We actually don't have to do that. Like, it's all right. Like, we can still love TD regardless. Like, <laughs> it's my thing, right? Like, I just, I don't, I don't get it, man. I'm sorry, John. Like, this guy sounds like a really bad impersonation of The weekend. Like, a really bad oh, one. Oh, okay, yeah. I'd, yeah. Re- I'd written down, this sounds like a whinier version of the trilogy. Like, yeah. it sounds like he was, yeah... No, 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 and obviously he's got our favorite guy, um, Isaiah Rashad and Buddy on the song. I think Buddy's verse was so good. I, but I think Buddy was the best part of the song. Isaiah Rashad wasn't bad, but yeah, Buddy kind of stole the show for me. But um, mm. yeah, Zakari again, never saw it for him when he came onto the scene. Never, don't see it for him now. I don't. I, um, has he dropped an album yet? He has, hasn't? Has he? Twenty nineteen, he dropped one, didn't he? Okay, then there you go. This is missing me, mate. I had no one talk about that either, but um. Yeah, I just don't feel like we need to pretend. Like, it's all right. Like, it's happy he's getting money or all that, but we, mm. we don't need to pretend. What are your thoughts on this? I didn't like it. <laughs> Straight up. Fair enough. The, the, the production was interesting. I will say It was that. interesting, it was, yeah. Um, yeah. I thought Isaiah Rashad sounded good on it. Yeah. Buddy was great. I thought he was... Yeah, Isaiah Rashad and, and Buddy sounded good on it. Um, lots of just, like, intro... What was it? He... Use that like ice cube line from, um, what is it when he's like, no barking from the dogs today seemed kind of odd. Mm. What what song is it? Today was a good day. Yeah. Yeah. Ice cube. Lots of like, yeah, no. His, his voice just is 
awful on this. That's what he's not. Like, it's so whiny. Like, like more is, so than usual. Because I like him on Love. Whatever you say, I yeah, stand by but, that song. But right. no, this this is this is not not the one. I okay. Here's here's my thing, right? I feel like the fourth wave of TD signees were the worst one and then maybe it signaled the end times because you had the first wave was like J-Rock and Kendrick mm. and the second wave was like Schoolboy and Absol and obviously that was like the black hippie kind of feel, thing right Yeah. and then they got Scissor and Isaiah and it was like okay right stop here <laughs> stop right here <laughs> stop like after this you've got like an elite lineup you like you lot can make albums together and, like if they on if like if they made albums and TD were the only features they could still make great albums for several years like I don't care mm. what anyone thinks and then they got <laughs> um, Reason and then Sakara. Actually, no, okay, no, Reason's yeah. good. Reason's good. Watch this Reason, show. okay. But then they got Sir, they got Zakari, they mm. got that Lance Skywalker. <laughs> like, what's mm. going on? Like, what is his face? Like, I, I don't know if I'm feeding this fourth wave of TD artists. Like, minus Reason, <laughs> but the rest of them, nah, you can miss me with it. I don't care. Okay, you know what? Sir's not that bad. He's all right, fair enough. But it's, it's not, not that the, bad. He's, not, Come he's on. not the others. That's all. That's how I feel about it. That's all. <laughs> but yeah, the song was very mid. I think without Sakari, the song would have been a lot better. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, he released the album in 2019. I think it was called Run Wild, Run Free. <laughs> I mean, it, was, I, it was 21 minutes and 26 seconds. Christ. Um, moving on. <laughs> a song, a single that we both enjoyed from an album that we're both very much looking forward to was Neo's Wait. Mm-hmm. Um, all I can say about this is vocals. Yeah, it's lovely. Like, yeah, she. Yeah, I feel like she's like fully. I know when we did a review earlier this year um, mm-hmm. of. Jasmine Sullivan's album and kind of oh, we yeah. talked about certain songs where I'm like oh she doesn't really like explore this bit of her voice on this song or like she mm-hmm. we haven't really heard that like upper register yet we haven't seen mm-hmm. it in a couple of albums blah 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 but yeah I feel like on this she just does it all in one like she yeah. explores all of her voice in this the little kind of vocal runs she does at times um upper lower registers it's all lovely um yeah I really like this I'm, I'm like fully looking forward to this next album same I mean the yeah. way I see it, Neo is free for free. If or if this it, is, and yeah, it is it, gonna be, yeah. Because if you got um, messy love, the title yeah. track, um, and everything was beautiful, and obviously yeah. wait, mate, I'm I'm ready. Look, Neo has never missed. She's never missed in her five years of dropping albums. So uh, I think this is another. And again, her voice has only gotten better because everyone does do that meme of like, yeah, she sounds like a chipmunk, but her, she's worked a bit and it's, 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 it's getting better. Like it's more mature than it, even it was back in like 2016 or 2015 mm. even. So <clears throat> yeah, she's not missing. I can't wait for, I can't wait for the album. Um, I'm expecting, I mean, that's the thing. Like we said about September, I'm expecting big things. So we'll have to see if woman and that's the thing this is going to shock people actually so the song woman with Leanne Lahab I know how you feel not, about it it's not my favourite song called woman um, actually it's, it's not it's, it's the not. second best song released this year <laughs> exactly no it was released last year even it's a long was old it? song yeah mm. last summer so I don't assume it will be on the album I think it was just something to pay the bills during Covid fair enough Um, I hope that's not on the album if so then she's Free for four, but okay. if that's not on it, then she's free for free. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, big big anticipation. We ain't got long yep. to go now. September, so man alive. Yeah. Ready got the the vinyl, so yeah, this is gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, Pip Millet also released yeah. a EP. I think it's her mm-hmm. second or third EP now um, mm. called Motion Sickness. Um, I'm a big yeah. fan. I'm going to start us off. Oh, I enjoyed, cool. yeah. Um, she's obviously released the kind of the first track with Gets. Um, running. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, released yes. that before that's obviously been around for a bit but mm-hmm. great song she had yeah she has a lovely voice like a really nice tone to it um mm-hmm. and the good thing i think about her is that like she works so well both on like the stripped back ballads like best things and then also on those kind of a lot more up-tempo songs mm-hmm. a lot more busy instrumentals like hard life um so yeah no i'm, I'm a big fan of pit mm-hmm. have, have you had I haven't got round to it. No, I haven't got. Mm. I also have heard the Get song, but yeah. I haven't heard the project. Oh, it came up on my recommended, so I'll yeah. give it a look. But yeah, a shit ton of them. It's so weird because I know we always say this, but I know for other people, it's like there's no music coming out. But it's like it feels like a shit ton of music's come out recently. So yeah, it's I need a to lot. Get to that. Don't just believe the Spotify Dude. algorithm that says there have only been five albums released in the last week. It's not true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah literally. Like we got the Baldy James one, we got the Tanache one, we got this EP. Like. Gosh, yeah, it's a it's a difficult life. I've only got two ears, mate. But um, mm. yeah, I'll get around to it. Yeah. I've heard good things about her, so yeah. Yeah, I Into first it. came onto her with the it was like a single, I think like three years ago called "Love the Things You Do." Okay. And if you haven't heard it, I think this is a like a fantastic song. Okay. Oh, I might. Okay, I think that might be my then song. Just, okay, cool. But yeah, no, um, yeah, yeah, I think that's a great song. Anything else released this week that I haven't really uh, talked about? No, but there was actually one thing I actually wanted to broach you. I actually, I feel like for some reason, I think obviously for, for obvious reasons, I just don't think we care. Mm-hmm. But I just realised we actually haven't discussed it on this podcast or even that much off this podcast. Um, so <laughs> I'm sort of favouring a question that's actually some sort of, like some some way productive. So obviously Kanye West has been doing this whole Donda oh, okay. thing, right? Yeah, there you go. You didn't know which way it was going. Sorry, it's safe. You're all right. But um, yeah, so he's been doing this Donda release. And he's, this is the second time he's done this, right? So for the um, for Life of Pablo, he had the listening party of an album came out like not yeah. too long after. But now with this one, he's done three listening parties. Is it three now? Yeah. Wow. Played different songs on each listening party. And obviously the album hasn't come out. I mean, the reason why it kind of came back into my attention is that Mike Dean has completely signed out of it. Like, and I don't think in an amicable way. Like, he's basically said, like, don't ask me about the record at, in any capacity. I'm working on my own stuff now. Like, he's not living in the stadium anymore. As, you know, that's crazy, isn't it? Who, who, who would want to just he not escaped. live in the stadium? Oh my gosh, yeah. Like, because living in the stadium is like the, the, the epitome of a good life. But, um, so he's kind of completely signed out of that. So I think that kind of brought it into my conscious. So, my question to you is, okay. But okay, here's what I'm going to come. I'm not even going to bullshit you and even ask this question because I'm just going to cut this out. So to me, they're not listening parties. They're testers. It's yes. like, oh, yeah. 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 So yeah, right? So he's he's playing these songs. He's saying, oh, what sticks? What doesn't stick? I'll put these in my albums if people like it. I'll take off the ones people don't really care about. Cool. So now we've got that way. We've both agreed on that premise. What do you think of that idea of like basically doing testers around the country instead of just being like, oh, here's, here's my album finished or or think how many songs are even finished like how many songs are finished like a couple hours prior so here's some rough ideas tell me tell me what you guys think because obviously like we haven't really seen people use technology in this way before so yes because get your thoughts uh, i think it's bullshit <laughs> i do i like sure i like the concept 
to an extent, but the idea that the whole album is just going to be essentially made within the last couple of weeks and purely based on like public perception is awful because I mean, like (laughs) what's, what is the concept? There's clearly no concept to this album. There's clearly no, um, and I don't mean concept in terms of like descendants of Cain was like a biblical concept and it carried the whole, I mean, just there's, where's the inspiration for these songs? Where's the track listing is going to be all over the place, (laughs) all over the place. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, oh, I just don't. I don't like it at all. It's it's not a. Uh, it's an. It's not going to be an album in a sense. It's going to be a compilation of songs that people like, and I don't really care for that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I kind of see it in a similar way. I think, I think he's just being a bit lazy at this point. To yeah. Be honest. I think that's where yeah. I see. I, I don't think he wants to put in the work of. Oh, are they gonna like it? Are they mm. not? Oh, so like because for example, like. Maybe if I'm Kanye West, I'm so busy. I don't want to waste time fleshing out a song if I know people aren't going to like at the end of it. If I can find mm. that out ahead of time, then yeah, I'll do that. Part of me is like, okay, we've never seen that before, but fair enough. But then it's like, if the songs are coming out unfinished, then how can I accurately judge them? Do you know what I mean? Because I'm, obviously I'm, I'm in the stadium, right? I'm listening to these songs and I'm like, oh, this song sounds good, but oh, I can own it. But then you start getting hyped of what it could be rather than what it actually is. Yeah. I think that's the problem. So, for me, that's why, I, personally, just for the for record, I never gave a single fuck about this rollout. I haven't listened to any of the songs, haven't watched any performances, I don't care. Because this this doesn't do, like, it, Kanye West does not do that for me. It's like, oh my gosh, I need to fucking listen to some botched up, like, fucking shit tier version sound of a, of a album. I, I don't really care for that. Yeah, but um, that's fair. Do you, do you reckon this is going to yeah. go on? Okay. Do you reckon he's going to do another couple of listening parties? Here's my theory. I don't think the album's coming out. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn. I think Kanye West... I think he... I think what he thinks is productive work is the complete opposite. I think locking people into a stadium to work day in, day out, and they cannot leave until the album's finished. Okay, the album was never finished to begin with. Mm. That's what I'm saying. That was, you're, you're trying to rush it because you had ideas... And now, it's only now you're trying to flesh them out, mix and mastering, which all takes several weeks if you kind of, if you know how mix and mastering goes. So I think people thought, oh my gosh, it should be a cool idea. I think Pablo, he came with full songs. So it's a lot easier to kind of work with that. Yeah. This guy is just coming with ideas and he wants people, okay, right, make the album now, like on some Steve Jobs shit. Like it's not going to work. So I think it's not, this project is only going to last as long as, the team involved want to stick around and it's already been how long they've been in the stadium I don't know if they're even still there I haven't been following but I can't I can't I can't imagine that the productivity and the inspiration and energy has been maintained throughout that whole time the fact that Mike Dean who's been working with Kanye West for the past what 10 years has just decided yep fuck this and oh, fuck apparently you. he hasn't quit though He he's not in the stadium anymore I know but he's mm. he tweeted saying he hasn't quit quit Oh, that's he says he's still on board. Oh, okay. He's basically saying I'll support the album when it comes out, but he's basically saying I'm not doing this bullshit Mm. stadium thing, which is fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I think it's bullshit as well, to be honest. I think yeah. The biggest problem for me with this, I think the last thing I'll say about it is the like integrity of an album is just lost when it becomes 100 percent about 
public perception of the songs and do we like this no cool all right i'll go back and take this off the album cool i'm, yeah. I'm not really interested yeah, in no, like, users came out people were completely divided like some people still love it some people hate it and that's fine that's what an album's supposed to be like <laughs> yeah no i think and i think this is the weirdest one to do it for right like this is meant to be kind of like Name. It kind of reminds you of yeah. Edna, but worse. It's like this is named after your mum, and it doesn't feel like you're actually trying to curate an album. Like and again, like you said, not a concept, but songs that kind of mm-hmm. tie into your mother. Like you're you're just throwing on Lil Baby or Jay Z because it's hot and it's the moment, and it's like okay, but what? So why call it Donda? Just call it, I don't know, Yay Two. Some songs like why? Why is it called Donda? Yeah, like. Do you know what I mean? Like, what is the actual purpose of the, it being called that if it's, you're just going to put some any random combination of tracks on there? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, for me, yeah, I, I don't think it's coming out. I don't really care if it comes out or not. But, yeah, no, I think it's just I'm a very awful rollout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Sorry you got sucked in. You got sucked in a little bit, didn't you? It's all right. I did. Yeah. I heard a song with him in the week, with the weekend on it, and I was like, oh, this is, this is fire. But that's the only one I've listened to. I'm not going to do it again. Um... Yeah. Yeah, we're going to take a short break and then we will be back shortly after. See you in a bit. Right, and we're back. It's time, boys. I know you guys have been waiting for it. It's the moment you're waiting for. Um, You know, usually when... um, I know what you guys think, right? And you can see, John, like, we, we have a bad ref in terms of, like, when we speak about artists that we don't think... Like, we're one of Jesus' disciples. People just think we intend to do these reviews and just completely just cream on them. But usually I'm like, okay, you know what? Cool. Fair enough. Maybe sometimes we will do that and we'll just have a guest on. But, you know, some of the guests just didn't want to come on the show. I mean, take from that what you will. I mean, it is what what it is. I will say on that line, (laughs) I think that's what surprised people about J. Cole's album. Mm, Really? When we reviewed it. They were like, oh, so you guys did like something. It's like, well, yeah, just <laughs> it wasn't album of the year, but there were still some interesting developments in his flow arsenal or whatever you yeah. want to say. Um, but yeah, it's because it's we're capable of giving the good and the bad. Something yeah. that a lot of reviews, especially from big magazines and newspapers, <laughs> oh, are to get into that 100% well. incapable of. But anyway. Yeah. yeah, no worries, no worries. But yeah, like, like like John says, we're not just like some fucking light switch where it's either on or off. Like yo, know, if so, like I don't know why we know. I don't think we've ever given that take apart from maybe Chance the Rapper's album, where an album is either completely trash or it's album of the year. But that's because it's the only like um, bloody reviews people can really just interpret and stick with if i say mm. oh but this that and the other people don't know how to take that like, uh, like so wait say, was it good or not yeah do you know what I mean? is it good or bad like you're, you're saying a lot of things but i don't know if you think <laughs> it's good or not like if people don't know how to process that at all did it so um yeah we're here guys it's been i think um, it's, do you know what i mean you would think it's been like two years since this album's dropped it's only been like fucking it's been a month it's been a month <laughs> I mean, sort of bump, but um, whatever. We know how UK fans are like, they expect their artists to drop like every year because D Block Europe do it apparently, but whatever. So, yeah, Dave is back. The prodigal son is back. He dropped his sophomore album. We are all alone in this together. So, it came out, what was it, mid July or something yep. like that? Um, 
I was a bit surprised it was coming out. Um, I think given the way his year was looking, it looked like he had other projects to focus on. Obviously, the David Attenborough stuff. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm. Um, producing for Fredo. Yeah. He had the Children of the Internet thing. I was like, okay, cool. This is like, this is a perfect way to spend your free time. Like, he was mm. chilling in LA. I thought, okay, so he's just going to spend the year doing some features, doing some producer chops. He's going to keep his name relevant. And then next year, the album's going to come. And then the album came real soon like i was like because people are gagging for it and one thing i will say also you can never confirm these things right you can never confirm them but i do think dave definitely listens to the audience right so i think people were begging him to, to drop like please please drop drop and then think he was like okay yeah soon guys i'm gonna get into the studio he's young is and it's yeah. hard when you're young i think <laughs> yeah 100 percent. but when he said okay guys i'm gonna go to the studio now i thought he was joking but I think there's a part of truth to this. Because I, I thought, oh, he's not going to just get into the studio now and drop an album this year. I thought, okay, he's got some songs and he's going to work on them. Obviously, to some extent, that is a bit of a joke. Because songs like The Danks were mm-hmm. out like a year prior. But I think there's some truth to that. I do think some of these songs came out quite recently. And I think maybe that's kind of um, something that needs to be explored a bit more when we talk about this record. But... um yeah, so actually, let's before we can even get to the album. So, like, how how were you kind of expecting Dave to kind of come? Just given like what we were talking about, like you know, he produced Fredo, um, Psychotron was like a smash hit. Like, Jimmy mm. people still love it to this day. Yeah. And obviously, yeah, we're doing these all side projects. I think I was expecting something to come this year. Um, like you say, when when artists are young and when there's so much, when the when the public are so ready for an album, I just when you're dropping when you're dropping mm. I think it's it's quite difficult to ignore that and to kid continue on with whatever your process is like you're saying he might have had a couple of songs that he was like he had in the locker that he was working on he might have had a particular concept that he was going for and that might have changed um mm. I don't I don't know how to think about that um because you'd like to think that an album with this kind of theme running through it mm. would have not just been thought up on the spot and I'd I don't know. We'll get into how we, <laughs> what we think yeah. of whether that's true. Um, but yeah, I, I think I, I was expecting him to drop this year, especially with the, the production on Fredo's album. Okay, yeah. That kind of gave me a hint that he he was like back and like oh, actively okay, right. working. Um, yeah. And I thought it'd be, yeah. I guess I thought it'd be weird if it went a whole year of him just having production credits and appearing on a few songs here and there. Okay, yeah, I got what you mean. I think if we said, like, the latter part of this year, like, towards November, I'd be like, okay, cool, fair enough. I don't think I was expecting it smack dab in the middle of summer, especially an album with this theme and everything mm. like that. So, um, no, I get what you mean. It's not, don't worry, it's not like it's the worst time. Obviously, it's been, like, two and a half years since Cycle Drama, something yeah. like that. So, it's not the worst time. But, yeah, I just thought, because of the pedigree of that album... Um, not my opinion, just public opinion. But like, because of the pedigree of the album, I think I thought, okay, cool, he's just going to let that run off. Like, Mercury Prize winner on your first album, that's mm. pretty impressive. Um, I guess looking back at Cycle Drama, just quickly, just, just quickly. Yeah. Like, what, like, how, how do you feel about it, like, over time? Like, has your thoughts kind of evolved over time? Or like, yeah, where do you sound the album at the moment? I think, I don't think my opinions changed too much in it. Um, I think, it's hard to look at it in isolation of this album now. Um, yeah. Because obviously everything we've got there, we've kind of got... Um, what's the word? Um, words are failing me now. 
uh, where like something is just like tenfold. So like certain emotions yeah. or certain like production techniques we see on uh, psychodrama, we just get here, you know, tenfold. There's a word. Uh, it's a great word, but I can't think of it. Um, but <laughs> but yeah. anyway, yeah. So no, I mean, I enjoyed psych- psychodrama. I think. Yeah. I enjoy I enjoyed psychodrama, but okay. I don't think my opinions have changed it dramatically over the last two years. Okay, fair enough. Um, same here, really. Like, I think I liked it when it came out, but mm. I didn't think it was perfect. Uh, I still like it now. I just don't think it's yeah. perfect. Like, I don't think it's um, aged badly. I think I think it's a yeah. still, still sounds great. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I think what I thought was good and bad about the album hasn't really changed i think it was very clear what was good about that in terms of like i think a lot of people would agree now i think it i mean we just about that's the worst part about when this album came out like this album came out just as when people were finally starting to accept that maybe the production of psychodrama wasn't that great like like, like two years later i think we finally got to a point where it's like okay it wasn't that great you know and there were some songs that could have been left out we're just getting to that agreement not easy mm. just kind of comes again um so yeah obviously i think yeah very heavily relied on the piano. Um, I think, again, I think it, I thought like I was going to repeat ourselves a lot, but we we're talking about psychodrama. I felt like, yeah, I felt like there was a lot of um, emphasis on like witty one-liners rather than fleshing out the songs. Mm-hmm. But like some of the songs didn't fit the psychodrama theme, which, okay, yes, maybe in other albums that might not matter, but he was so heavy-handed with the theme. It's just yeah. surprising when you just have songs like Disaster pop out of nowhere, which is a good song, but it's like, okay, but what what all that mental health stuff you were talking about and the therapist in the background, like, how does this fit in? Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? yeah it's just going to be a bit random, but first album, thought there was a lot of promise, so I was like, okay, cool, we'll see where this one goes. Um, I know there was a comment from Daniel that you wanted to touch on. I actually don't know the full-on quote, but... um. Yeah, it's, it's some, it was something to, in regards to um, Psychodrama, yes? Yes. Or Dave in Yeah, general. yeah, yeah. He, um, yeah, Daniel made a comment. I think I'd tweeted something about um, how Pete, the conversation has already dried up on the album. And obviously, mm-hmm. Daniel's completely right. The It's still doing numbers. I think it's, isn't it back up to number one? Yeah. It dropped to number, to number one, two, it. went back up to yeah. number one. Um, but yeah, I think my point is just about like people seem to seem to have like jumped on the album for the first couple of days and then yeah the conversation dried up and it Daniel's fully right it's probably part of like the echo chamber that I'm in and that he's yeah. in that we're all in that we're like <laughs> yeah people are already moved on um so yeah he's probably right in that sense um yeah fair but I will also just say that it's also wider than that because I feel like it's hard to explain from who but other albums seem to generate and continue to generate more conversation and that's when you start taking notice. Like, I don't know, Tyler the Greater, people are still talking about that in my echo chamber. Yeah. I'm still I'm still hearing from people about <laughs> yeah. it. People are still talking about the songs. Um, but with Dave, it seemed to like be full on, like 100% volume for the first mm-hmm. like four or five days. And then it just kind of disappeared. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, fair enough, we are, we are also South Londoners, as like, you know, Dave's fan base yeah. is, so I get that. But I think... There's nothing wrong with talks like dying down if it's like proportional to the album's quality because like obviously we've mentioned this before like the reviews on the day's album is like absolutely egregious in my opinion and if you're gonna basically say it's an album of this caliber I need like 
studies done on the album. Like, no joke. Like I'm saying, like, but this is this is why we don't just spew out fucking tens or nines all the time. Because like, if you're, we're gonna say an album's that level, it needs to be studied. Like, it, it's a fucking great album. I need you. I need someone to go in and dissect the shit out of this motherfucker. But the fact that we haven't even got that in any mm-hmm. set, like the conversation completely dried out. Then it's like, okay, it mustn't just been all right maybe you've already yeah. figured it out do you know what I mean like if, if, if people just said oh it's all right and the conversation died down then that's fair but if you can't be calling the record a 10 and have no oh here's the sample stage use or here's how this song connects to this song or um you know here's how you know what I mean something about the album that kind of teaches you more about the album yeah the, I think not, yeah the reviews for this have been I think appalling like quality yeah. <laughs> reviews. Yeah. And I'm, t- I'm talking from all sources. I'm talking from like your Clash, Guardian, Independent, um, all of these newspapers, all of these websites. I think the lowest review came from Pitchfork and they gave it like a 7.3. And that was like an outlier. Like the rest of yeah, them were crazy. 9 or 10. And then it was like, damn, 7.3 from Pitchfork. You're like, that sounds harsh, but that 7 is a good grade from Pitchfork. Like, um, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's my... I kind of started on it earlier, but, like, if you're reviewing an album and you're not giving it a 10, I need to know exactly why. I need to actually have a balanced... Yeah. You need to you, you need to tell me what's missing. Um, and for those album... For those um, reviews that are actually giving it a 10... <laughs> it's a good album. We'll get... We'll, we'll go yeah. into it. It's a very... Like, there, there are moments of, like, very very good music but yeah. a 10 is just like you're saying 10 needs studies like yeah. <laughs> essays do need to be written if it's a 10 um it's it's yeah. not to bimpa butterfly but yeah <laughs> i mean most albums aren't i mean that's no. why we and say, that's why I mean, most that's albums aren't a 10 yeah and that's why that is still the measuring stick six fucking years later you know like you know people are still using to be as that like kind of litmus test but um mm. yeah you know what as we did um with watch the throne i mean it was fun last time so we'll do it again um we'll kind of start for the questions i think we'll start with the questions this one instead of our general yeah. thoughts um so i'll pick out one of these i'm gonna go random so um what were the expectations before the release of we're all alone in this together and how or how didn't he meet them? Mm. Um, okay, so good question. So my expectations, I mean, prior to the album cover and title being released, I had no expectations. Um, I didn't know which way he was going to go with this album or the next album. I had, yeah, I had no expectations. So that's pretty straightforward. Um, I think once I saw the cover and I saw the title, I was like, oh, like he's going to be, I think he was kind of basically take psychodrama and expand it to a, a wider societal yeah. scale. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? So basically it's like, okay, psychodrama is about him and how his like life and his like thing, like um, the things that happened in his life kind of affected him and he's psychoanalyzing himself. And now we're all alone this together. Basically like, okay, we all have something that we're dealing with and kind of like unifying all of us in that sense. Mm. So I thought, okay, so kind of like that. So kind of like doubling down on the... Themes of psychodrama. That's kind of what I thought yeah. going in. And did, um, and in terms of like the album art as well, just to include that with it. Yeah, 100%. Like, yeah, like you see a guy like stranded on a boat. I'm not expecting songs like Clash, if I'm being honest. So um, I'm just being straight up in it. So when I heard that, I was like, okay, Ra, so he's not, I thought there was going to be no like hard hitters on this album. 
like at all. I thought it was going to be like straight, like serious to work. And I'm not saying that's what he needs to do. I just thought that's what was going to happen. Yeah. So, um, so he didn't meet my expectations that way. And I was, yeah, I was not expecting like Lazarus or, you know, the Danks or Cla- Yeah, I wasn't serious. expecting songs like that this. Trio, like, isn't it? But, um, yeah. yeah. Um, I was texting more, so- I was texting songs more like Free Rivers, um, Heart Attack, mm-hmm. uh, Survivor's Guilt, which we did get. So, um, I think that's how, how we did and didn't meet him. What about yeah. you? Uh, yeah, I think similar. I was expecting more kind of like ballad types, especially knowing that James Blake had such a hand in the production. Um, mm. he obviously co-produced three songs, including the, mm. the one that he's actually featured on. Um, I was, yeah, I was expecting more ballads. Um, I was expecting like a kind of R&B element with Snow, with like Snow Allegra on it as well. Um, I will say similar to your point in terms of how did he not meet it? I didn't expect him to, and this isn't in a, like a negative or a positive way in terms of not what I was expecting. I didn't expect such a, a varied soundscape. Yes. And I think once we look into like song by song, I'd say there's like a good five different types of sounds that we get on there Mm. from, I must have mentioned like from drill to kind of the R and B, uh, to we have bits of gospel in there. Um, we have obviously just like rap hip hop and then we have elements, I'd say like bits of like electronic almost in there, the James Mm. Blake kind of electro pop. Okay. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I think it was a, it was much more varied than I thought it was going to be, for better or for worse. Um, mm. Okay, cool. Let's go into our general thoughts now. So here's here's for general thoughts. What 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 overall? How do, how do you feel about that album currently? Uh, well, I can kind of expand on that. Like he exceeded my expectations in terms of he. I think he really did develop his kind of like lyrical abilities. Like I think he in those kind of some of the longer ballads, the longer songs, he like heart attack and three rivers in particular, like that, those songs are brilliant. Like whether they should have been nine minutes or could have been cut down to six and a half. <laughs> like they're, they're, like yeah. his, his songwriting, his, his poetry essentially for the, for the songs where, I mean, just the instruments cut out and he's just still going. Um, yeah. Like really, really hard hitting songs, like really emotive, um, like, almost like gut wrenching on three rivers where he's like joining those three, three kind of narratives together. Um, I think in that sense, he's really, um, his like pen game in that sense is really matured. And for someone who's still 23, like that can go on and and become even better. And, and the, the kind of the shortcomings of this album, I think can, can be rectified. And, and I think his, um, his poetry is only gonna, only gonna get better. Um, yeah. Uh, in terms of the downsides, I think elements of production, song choice, um, maybe track listing. Cause we kind of get those three, three songs, a little pocket in the middle where I'm like, interesting, cool. How does this work with the rest of the album? Um, so yeah, production hasn't evolved in the way that I would have liked. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And then um, I think, yeah, a couple of misses with the songs. Fair. Okay, cool. So I won't be as nice as John is cool. being right now. But um, 
yeah, I think this album is wildly inconsistent. And this is the same thing I think about psychodrama. I think it's inconsistent, but this is, I feel like, genuinely, I feel like this is psychodrama too in almost, almost every sense of the word. Like, I, I feel like you can map every song on this album to a song on psychodrama and be like, oh yeah, they are the same song. So, for example, We're All Alone, kind of like Psycho, right? The beat switch, the piano at the end. Okay, cool. But thanks, basically Stratum, isn't it? Um, Free Rivers, Black, just extended. System, Try to Be Location. Um, Heart Attack, Leslie. You know what I mean? Like Survivor's <laughs> Guilt drama. You're laughing because you can kind of see it, right? And so I'm thinking, damn, this is fucking psychodrama too. Like, what the fuck? Like, do you know what I mean? Don't worry, don't worry, not all of it, right? It just feels like some things were done on a better scale. Like you yeah. said, it's lyricism. To some extent, I feel like I feel like everything about psychodrama was just exaggerated. Like you have even better ly- lyricism, but you have even more fucking one-liners that you just don't need, or you're just overemphasizing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, or yeah, like yeah. you have even you have more good beats, you have more bad beats as well. Like it's just mm. like everything's just. Do you know what I mean? Even the runtime's longer. So when I when I see this, I'm like, oh, it's fucking psychodrama too. But then it's just I feel like it's so inconsistent and people will never, I don't get why people don't want to say this because like, what is this album really trying to say? I don't fucking know. I'm sorry. I don't know. Like you can add this whole, like you can try and bookend it with the survivor's guilt and talk about it's a film for your mom. And you can try and start it out with, you know, we're alone in this together, right? You can try and add that to make it act like it's all bookended. But if I actually get into the meat of this album, what I, I'm like you said, there's so many like different shifts in pace, genres, um, subject matters I'm like whoa like damn I was just we're just at three rivers now we're at a system like what the fuck like do you know what I mean like what's going on like one minute you're talking about you know the the watches a classic roadie then you're talking about how you're saving a guy from killing himself like what is like I'm so confused like what's going on um so yeah I think Dave still hasn't like I feel like he's very ambitious with the yes. stuff he wants to He's very ambitious with his like his um concepts. Like I think he goes into studio thinking, yes, I want to do this, but it feels like maybe age, experience, it kind of always makes him fall short. Like it always feels like he feels compelled to release certain types of songs, even though it doesn't fit the album concept that he's going for mm. in any sort of way, and it sticks out to people who's music. Like it's so obvious, right? Like, um. Yeah, and I think that's the part that really gonna irks me. It's like if Dave was more focused, then he would be so much of a better artist. Like, like just him just being more focused and just being like, okay, no, I know people want songs like Stretton, but it doesn't fit this, so I'm not going to do it. Just having like that, like um, confidence to do that would mean so. So, much what would you have wanted? Artist. Would you have wanted more of Three Rivers Heart Attack? Would you want it a full on like fifty minute? I mean, if that's, if that's if that's the goal, then that's the goal, isn't it? Like, you can. There's smarter ways to do it. Like, to example, if you listen to again, we're gonna talk about Tim and Butterfly again here. It's a serious. It's a heavy concept. This guy's talking about the devil, the god, God finding himself, the industry, kidding himself, all these things. It's not like this album sounds the same or it's boring throughout the whole thing. Some people may find it boring, but I don't think it is. You still get songs like Hood Politics. You still get songs like King Kunta. Like, there's ways to go about this. So it's not like I want you to be like in your depressed bag the whole time. But okay, if you're going to have songs like this, how does this actually tie in? Like if you are going to be so um, forthcoming with this album concept, 
Like, it's not just a name. You're going for a whole concept. Then stick with the concept. Don't just, like, bail out halfway through. That's what I want. Like, don't don't just decide to opt in and opt out with songs. Oh, yeah. Okay, back to the concept. Okay, oh, okay, let's just do some random song. Okay, back to the concept. Like, that's the part that really irks me about Dave so much. Like, because it feels like a lot of other things are there. Like, yes, he can spit. You know what I mean? Like, his production has gone a bit better. But, like... The focus is just, it's all, it's like, do you want to be Fredo? Do you want to be J. Cole? Which one is it right now? Cause I'm so confused. Like, I don't really get it. So that's, that's, that, I think that's the general thoughts I get with this album. Um, yeah. Do you, is there a song you want to kind of touch on to begin with? Yeah. I can, no, no, I kind of, I agree with a lot of your points. I think mm. inconsistent is definitely true because there are definitely much higher highs on this album than there were on the previous album. Mm. Um, but the lows are probably similar. Because I mean, Psychodrama had a lot of like hits, had a lot of like big songs, and Clash is a big song, but it just doesn't work for me. Mm. And I think not. I mean, yeah, it's a big song, but I I didn't even like it when it came out that much. Um, so let's start I mean, there. Yeah, let's, yeah, start, let's there. start there. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So yeah, Clash with Stormzy. Um, is it the third song on the album? Yeah, third song on the album. Uh, boy, I thought this was. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, I thought this was like a boring, like superfluous victory lap of a song. I did not see the need for this. Um, the beat, yeah, the beats a bit more exciting than the previous songs. Um, for me, one of my least favorite songs in the album, probably top two worst. Uh, I'm not buying Stormzy on this. I think he sounds <laughs> hella bored. I think he sounds really bored when he comes okay. on. He's doing that like, yeah, he's. He's doing that like really laid back flow that he does that he's that he did on those like on the diss tracks to um to Wiley last year. He's coming in like oh, oh okay. yeah, it's like yeah. dude, like what's going on here? Yeah, I did not like it. It's like Rolly's got twenty one. I've been lit since twenty one. <laughs> okay, what you what you say out so we're like dead about about? Okay, fair enough. Cool. <laughs> um, Dave's bars are okay on this. Um, again, nothing special. Tory putting in labour. This that Jeremy Corbyn one. I didn't think that was. I cute. don't fucking get it. I don't it, know bro. about you. It's like I was like, cool. I get it. it, it Word association. No, I. I... <laughs> no, no, I, I don't, don't get it either. I don't know. I mean, okay, you know what? Yeah, when I first heard Clash, I was like, Jesus Christ, this album's gonna be a train wreck. I don't know what the fuck was going on. I was like, if this is your lead single, bro, like I am, yeah. I am very. Concerned. Let's rename it Crash Feet Storms. <laughs> literally, and the thing is, because literally the whole song is about watches. I'm like, yeah, damn, Dave. Like, I, I mean, Dave, you're smarter than this. Like, you, you're smarter than this. Like, this is not the best you can do. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like this is so late. Like, this is so lazy. Mm. I will say though, I am not going to lie. This song is like annoyingly catchy like it's oh, it's, annoyingly uh, yeah. catchy um i will say and i do think stormzy is a better part of this song like mm. i'm not gonna lie to you like i'm not again we're not talking about the best song of this album i still think that album, i think still think the song is very um below i think it's below average but i think he had some nice lines when he's like um boom boom they eat one it's funny do you know what i mean or when she's like um she says she wanna go to the cinema, so we just walk downstairs. The mortgage cleared. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Do you know what cool. I mean, he some, some. But then cool lines, also but yeah. the fact that this is on this album and he's yeah. including subliminals at Chip. Yeah. If I'm Dave and I'm like, 
Okay, cool. This song's going on this album. I don't know what order it happened, but if he's already got this album in mind and he's like, this song is going to be on this album, I'd be like, uh, Michael, can you can you take that line up? Because, uh, <laughs> this album's really personal. It's going to get really deep. I don't want you to be like, just including mm. stupid lines about Chip. You know what? A little birdie told me, John, that um, a manager was involved and kind of um, pushed for Stormzy to kind of use this track to, yeah, really to, um, to kind increase of hype. This, yeah, to get it to number two in the yeah, charts, which pretty it did. much. Yeah. Oh boy, which okay, it did. Well. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we're here for the moments, guys. Not to make good albums. I don't know what the fuck you thought this was. <laughs> so, um, okay, I'll, I'll take it to the next song. So let's let's get you know. I, I was gonna say let's get the shit ones out of the way, but that would be fun. Let's let, let we'll say some of the shit ones so they are. So let's talk about In The Fire, right? So, you know what? So do you know who else should have been on In The Fire, John? Who? Captain America. Um, <laughs> fucking, uh, <Thor laughs> you know, G.I. Joe. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Every, every, we should have had everyone there, you know, fucking Scooby-Doo, uh, Ariel. <laughs> like, everyone should have been on In The Fire. I, I, I hated that conversation, John. Like, everyone was fucking like... You know what? Everyone was just basically trying to list out all the UK rappers they know. Yeah. Like, and like, what that? Oh, do you know who should have been on it? There's, there's other UK rapper that I like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kano, Skepta. Then it's like, okay, whatever, man. Like, the, the people there are the people there. But that's, let's not talk about that. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, do you know what I mean? Like, how long do you want this song to be? Like, 15 They minutes? wanted that end game scene where everybody yeah. flies in. <laughs> Literally, like, God sakes, man. Like, you know what you could just do? Just make another song with the people you like. Just mm-hmm. be like, oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, whatever. Okay, so we have some um, uncredited features, which I thought was a bit weird because one thing I have noticed, right? A lot of the uncredited features are the smaller artists. And one of the credited ones are the bigger artists. So mm-hmm. Snow Allegra, Wizkid, James Blake, they're all credited. Yeah. But then the smaller ones like Fredo, Getz, Giggs, George Smith, Meeks. Giggs. Yeah, they're the not Manchester credited. rapper Meeks. So, um, I again take from that what you will, but um, I think it kind of showed, um, maybe okay, it made there's some surprise element to that, fair enough. Mm-hmm. But it, well, like, like I said before, it does feel like this album. When I saw the track listing, I was like, yeah, he's definitely trying to go for number one, like, no doubt, like, no doubt, like, there's no way Dave thinks, yeah, do you know who I need on this fucking song? Snow Allegra, mate. Like, there's no way, there's no, I'm sorry, there's no way, sorry, but. We'll get to that. We'll save that. But in the fire, I actually think this was Dave's best performance on the entire record. I think his verse was absolutely phenomenal. Phenomenal, yeah. And I think this is verses like this that really make you want to believe in him. And just for the record, I think I always have to say this because I know people lose their fucking minds. I like Dave. I don't like you lot as fans, but I do like <laughs> Dave. That's the thing. But it always feels like I have to bring people down from, mm-hmm. he's the best ever, to he's decent. Even though I'm there, I'm at he's decent. But when I bring people down from, he's a 10 out of 10, it makes it seem like I'm a hater. I don't hate Dave. I think Dave's a good artist. I listen to Dave all the time. I think he's fine. But like he's, you know what I mean? Like I feel like, like I always say to people, he's UK J. Cole. Same weaknesses, same strengths. But on here... And this is kind of what is slightly concerning, right? 
obviously I feel like when you are with good rappers, you are very competitive, right? And yeah, it feels yeah. like it feels like maybe Dave has some sort of motivational kind of aspect to him, which for me always signals a short career. I'm not saying that he's gonna have one, but like the fact that he went so hard when Getz was on a song and he did the same thing with Lil Bo Peep. It feels like when he's with artists that are like, Okay, this guy's fucking sick, mm. he just turns it up a whole nother gear compared to when he's by himself or when he's with an R and B singer, do you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. That's kind of just like, well, I'm not saying like it's rooted in all truth, but yeah, I thought mm. David really A lot of this. artists do that though, don't they? Yeah, no, 100%, 100%. But you want them to kind of still maintain a level of consistency mm. outside of that. Yeah, that's fair. I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Fredo was really good on this. Mm. I don't know why people were shit on him. I think he was really good on this. I know who I didn't um, like on this was Giggs. Yeah, I think everyone would agree with that. Um, again, I think... If you're going for the name value, everyone loves gigs. I think yeah. gigs was very late on this one. But then you lot be, this is what I don't get, right? Like, you lot been letting gigs get away with this shit for like 10 years, be like, oh my God, it's so iconic. It's so iconic. It's like, okay, now you've got <laughs> bored of it. It's like, oh, why is he always using the same flow? It's like, it's, it's like when girls date a guy, it's like, oh my gosh, you're so funny. And it's like, everything's a joke to you, isn't it? It's like, it's that, it's that classical meme, isn't it? Like, you lot let gigs get away with this for like the past 15 years. And now it's like, Oh, he's, he's a bit boring, you know. Mm. It's like I could have told you that from ages ago. Like this guy's been boring for fucking years, man. You don't just want to be like UK legend. Oh my gosh, Giggs has been subpar for so many years now. We just, I think we just need to come to terms with that. Sorry. So yeah, Giggs was good. I think everyone else was um, decent. Gets was Gets absolutely was incredible, incredible, like, yeah, incredible. So um, it's like yeah, fully the- energized. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I, lo- I love that Larry. It's like um, nobody put. Nobody puts baby in the corner. I uplift my girl like I'm Swayze in the water. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Too good. Yeah, no, no. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm a big fan of this. Um, and especially as it comes after Clash as well, you're like, damn. The, yeah. Like, this is what happens when there's like, I pref- I mean, I much, much prefer the production on this as well to, to uh, Clash. Oh, 100%. But, but yeah. Gigs, man. He was like, yeah, uh, 100%. Stung then, can't walk in my shoes. You could be risking a bunion. What is that? What? I know. He has a lot of interesting lines here. It means that sound like analyze. I'm the analyzer. I'm like, oh, okay, man. Okay. Mm-mm. But then I don't expect anything from 2021 gigs. Like, I don't, I really don't. <laughs> so, yeah, I wasn't yeah. surprised by that at all. But overall, yeah, yeah. good posse cut. I know people kept comparing it to um, Game Over. It's not the same fucking thing. Just because you haven't heard another posse cut from UK rappers doesn't mm. mean you should compare them all the time. Game Over and In The Fire are not the same song in any aspects. Please, please, please stop doing that. It's just free features. What do you think like, of production on it? Great. Love it. This is, this is, I mean, you should do this more often. That's lovely. Yeah. It was so good. And I think how everyone kind of stuck for most people, mm. especially Fredo kind of stuck with the whole fire concept and they all kind of did it in their yeah. own way. I thought, I thought it was fucking sick. I really, I thought it was really fucking sick. Like, um, yeah, nothing to, nothing to complain about apart from the skit at the end, which we'll get to later. We'll Dave Sars was very good though. Anything, you, anything you want to quote from it? Um, when he's like, um, Two and car moon, there's money in skeletons. Like, oh yeah. fucking hell, man! I was like, this guy is going off. Like, yeah, Dave was absolutely mm. this is like peak Dave. Like, this is like okay, yeah. wow, he's elevated as an artist. And he had the something about um a score of the Polish. I was like, oh yeah, he's, like immigration. They took me from my mum's arms. Fuck a gun charge, two swords. I'm Ronan. 
And there yeah. was Blasikowski, I'm trying to score with the Polish. Yeah. Crazy. Everything's like, um, I could have been in the fort. That's the definition of a fight or flight. Mm. Oh, that's such, that is clever. That, see, those are the type of bars I want from him. Not these like stupid witty one-liners like this. I'm like, holy mm. shit. Like this yeah. is fucking sick. Do you know what I mean? So His like yeah, double, triple entendres are like definitely improved. Oh, like, 100%. Really improved here. I loved it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, cool. Let's go to... Uh, let's get to another question. Yeah, go on. Let's do it. What, what do the people want no, to know? No, that's the one. Whichever one you want to do. Uh, okay. Um, hmm. Well, let's, let's go for it. We've mentioned production a little bit already. Um, mm-hmm. what do you think of the overall production and do you reckon it's got replay value? Um, Ooh. Okay. Interesting. Right. So production um, overall, do you mind if I start? Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Uh, I think just as psychodrama like piano <laughs> is the backbone of the album i don't mm. think anything's really changed there um replay value i don't yet know it's is three or four mm. weeks in um there are mm. definitely certain songs i'm naturally going back to in the fire mm. being one of them uh three rivers being one of them um yeah. systems a nice beat to listen to i'll i'll go back to that just to okay you know yeah uh so yeah i don't know like replay value i'll have to see um but i've enjoyed listening to it multiple times with the exception of a few tracks um -hmm. overall production in terms of like how good it is like i was saying i think one of the weaknesses is that it hasn't evolved a great deal Mm. there are certain songs where you're like cool right this is what i want more of this and then the other songs like the first song we're all alone I'm like, cool, right? Mm-hmm. We're start we're starting off good. This is an interesting beat. Ah, oh, cool. You know, he's he's really been working on his craft. We saw him on Fredo, mm-hmm. had some great beats he was producing. Oh, what's what's happened? He's he's cut the music. The, oh, the piano's here. <laughs> oh shit, yeah. here we go again. Yeah, like one minute literally. thirty in, and he's like, okay, I already know where this is going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, just to add on to that as well, like um production that's the start of there um very average if we're talking and again i think people really need to go out there and see what good production sounds like you cannot i can't just be listening to like i love you but i hate you by little sims Mm. listen to that and then go to this and be like yeah same level mate it's not the fucking same level like i'm sorry there's a whole different caliber of artists in this country out of this country and if you don't want to say we're just as good at the u.s but i'm going to fucking compare you to the u.s aren't i like this is not, it's not the same. Like, even fucking Nines' Crabs in a Bucket had better production than this. And that's not even shade. Like, Dave, you have so much money behind you. Where's the samples? Where's, like, the orchestral? Where's the mm. live instrumentation? That's one thing I've realised. I'm going to ask you, John. Like, why the fuck has this guy not tried live instrumentation instrumentation at some point? He's I was thinking about career. exactly this on both sides of the smile. So this is a song that James Blake did mm. some production on. Um, I'm sure there was a third or fourth person. Um, but there were some lovely strings on this, but it wasn't live. And I was like, oh, you know, here he goes with the strings. I immediately think of inflow. And I'm like, it's not live strings though. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's nice production, but yeah. Why, why doesn't he go with some live instrumentation? I don't know. Yeah, He's stuck with the piano. Like the piano seems to be like the bread and butter. But Which with his pension for me. that, you would have thought they could be. Yeah, yeah, some more live music. I don't know, man. 
Yeah, no, like, and this sample, like, obviously, In the Fire had a sample. That was kind of mm. it, really. And that was a good song. That was one of the best yeah. songs. Exactly. It's one of the best songs. I'm not saying samples always win songs, but it's like, unless you're going to go down the inflow route, mm. then I think samples are probably better, better use of your time. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, that kind of surprised me. Um, but yeah, I think production was mid. Um, in terms of replay value, uh, obviously, hard to tell, but I think it will evolve the same way Psycho Drama did. Probably a mm. bit worse, if I'm being honest. Um, not because all the songs are worse. I just think it's just not as like coherent, this album. Mm. I don't think it's something you're going to listen to in one sitting. Compared to, I think Cycle Drama, you could a lot more than this. I don't think people, I think people pick their best songs on this yeah. one and go about it. In terms day. of production, I want to ask you why, because I haven't, I have not seen a bad, a bad comment about production on this. <laughs> well, of course you haven't, John. Of course you haven't. I mean, I haven't <laughs> seen a bad comment anyway. But in terms of production, what do you think yeah. people are seeing from this and going, damn, like he has, like he's leveled up production wise? I don't know. I'm being honest. I actually don't. I think maybe the moments rather than the whole album. Because I hear In the Fire, one of the biggest songs. Mm. Okay, maybe. I don't um, think they're even thinking about that though. Yeah. I, then, okay, both sides of the smile, maybe, but. That's it. Everything else sounds very Dave. Twenty to one had a good production. Yes, <laughs> that's. I mean, that's that's the most mm. they had. Three Rivers was like but there were strings on that, but I thought they like meandered a little bit. I don't. I don't think they necessarily yeah. went anywhere. It was. I mean, it's a moving yeah. song. The piano obviously worked, but if you look at the these songs, I don't know what you're seeing in terms of evolution. Yeah, of none sound. of them evolve either. Like none of them evolve. Like none. That's the thing. Like when when I hear um, mm. Free Rivers and I heard the like the singers in the background and the chorus, I was like, oh, yeah, like yeah. you should do more with that. Like, do you know what I mean? It's a it's a big topic to touch on as well. It's like you you want people to stay engaged. Like develop that production. Do you know what I mean? But no, none of that, man. Like. I mean, maybe a little bit at the end of Lazarus. That's that's it. Like, I don't, I don't mm. know what people are saying. I think people just don't know what good production is. And I'm not saying that in shade. I just don't think yeah. people listen to enough music to be like, oh, this is actually sick. Or I think some people don't even know why they like a song. Like yeah. the feeling it gets them is because those little changes throughout the song kind of it makes a journey, isn't it? Like in a song, you're like oh shit, how the hell do we end up here? Raw. Mm. Like that's mainly production doing that. And I don't think people even yeah. think. I don't think people even know it's that. To be honest. Um, but I mean, obviously the piano bits, they're moving, but I don't think that's, it's not an evolution. He's doing that before. Um, yeah, no, that's saying it's not evolution. Like the production's very same to mm. cycle drama. Heart Attack has the nice nuance of having, you know, the beating heart going on. Yeah. And I think people will be like, that's next level. What? <laughs> Fuck it, no. It's cool. It's a nice touch. I'm not going to show you that, but I just find yeah. it funny when people... We'll pick up on something like that and be like, oh, no, 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 Dave is just levels above. Like, come on, this yeah. guy, this guy. Yeah, I don't, I don't really get it. Or like, you know, 20 good to 1 song, being at 40 minutes in. Yeah, it's a good it's song. A great song. Um, okay, no, let's, let's touch on to that one, right? Heart Attack. So, yeah, so this he basically kind of, it feels like, it feels a bit miscellaneous, right? It feels like all the other topics, he didn't have any other songs, he kind of just slapped on here. And the first thing I thought about, I was like, oh my gosh, you are so J. Cole, it hurts. So remember what I said about J. Cole kind of touching on something, but not expanding on it? I'm like, wait, that was interesting. Go mm. back there. Like, you know when he said on Pride is the Devil, or, you uh, know, still remember vividly yeah. the <laughs> for the gun on me. I'm like, why are you talking about this other shit? I wanna, let's, talk, let's hear about that. 
Dave does that like multiple times throughout this song where he's talking about like you know his mum got pushed down the stairs allegedly mm. or you know his ex-girl's father was abusive I'm like what, what the f- why are these throwaway comments like what, the, what is this like do you know what I mean like I, and, and the thing is and I get why he has this struggle I can 100% guess it from a mile away it's because he wants to be a rapper of a private life mm. and I get it but if you're gonna wear your heart on your sleeve you're gonna make this like conscious serious music you have to let some things go and Jaco has the same issue of not wanting to fully share himself but then it yeah. la- it shows in your uh, music so I mean obviously some stuff like obviously the song is very powerful right mm. very powerful I'm like damn like yeah I wish I wish you, some of these little things you said were fleshed out more and like oh my gosh yeah I can hear that but yeah overall still a good song yeah um very yeah very powerful very powerful yeah i like i liked it i mean the heartbeat is a nice touch because it works Mm. i mean the whole song is kind of talking about you know you're kind of like teetering on the edge of like life and death and the Mm. heartbeat kind of takes you to the hospital doesn't it like think like hearing the kind of like the heart monitor the ecg whatever it is um Mm. so yeah i like that it's a nice touch the kind of um talking about you know social exclusion austerity um there's there's some great bars in here as well um mm-hmm. was it uh we're fighting the world and we're fighting within and then the was it the line this revolver is onomatopoeic it's like it's quite that's quite a nice line yeah. we don't need tfl yeah. for a northern line yeah, yeah that was good yeah, yeah. that was good so yeah i mean it was hella long but there was a lot of um there are a lot of really good lines there. Uh, the production, I mean, yeah, as a fan, like the stripped back guitar, um, mm-hmm. the beat kind of comes in and out for the last four minutes, doesn't it? And he just kind of yeah. keeps going and then the beat comes back in. Yeah. Um, did you like that? Um, it wasn't bad. I think with, I think this is kind of Dave's staple, right? Mm-hmm. You always have like a long song where he's kind of basically kind of attacking society yeah, yeah. at large. Do you know what I mean? So I think that's kind of his thing. If you want to have that, that's fine. Do you know what I mean? And I think with something like this, because I think obviously you want the worst to hit and I think that's why the acapella makes sense, right? Yeah. Like you want the worst to hit. Like, you know, he's talking about stuff, you know, I wish I never did because I would have been a prisoner. So that's the shit that appeals to the listeners. You know, road ain't no amazing life. And like, all this stuff kind of like, yeah, he wants you to kind of really understand what he's talking about mm. um so yeah i don't i don't i think, I think it's a good song. i think i mean it's good he did it i think if you're doing it on one song it's fine do you know what i mean so um yeah i, I like the heartbeat and then when it stops and he's just basically blacks out really he's just going yeah. insane so yeah I think, it was, I think it was fine i think it was fine really um one thing we should get into quickly before we go to the next question is these fucking skits bro and this what this is what makes me feel like this album was done recently so we have fucking daniel kalua popping up on this album in a couple places so he's on survivor's guilt and he's on um i think he's on free rivers as well um and obviously as you saw the whole dark skin society he was in la with daniel kalua not too long before this album dropped like very close in terms of like releasing it and like having Wasn't it Drake there as well. Yeah, and Drake was there as well. So it feels like okay, like how recent, how recent were some of these like ideas made? Do you know what I mean? And it does feel like yeah, like I don't get how some of these skits connect. Like it would just have like his mom at the end of heart attack. Okay, I don't really get what was that meant to be for. Don't get me wrong, it's heartbreaking. But it's like okay, what's this meant to here be? Uh, what is this here for? I mean, you have um that guy. Oh my gosh. 
that director, what's his name? Nathan, Nathan Tete okay. on, um, yeah, mm-hmm. on, um, in the fire. And he's like, oh, you should go speak to Daniel to see where he finds stuff. And he's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, how is this all connecting to so this? His, all his mum's on the end of which song, sorry? Uh, Heart Attack. Heart Attack. So yeah, I can kind of get that because mm-hmm. a lot of these songs that like, relate to his childhood, like Three Rivers relates to, you know, the journey of immigrants. And naturally you think of your, your yeah. parents, your ancestors who mm-hmm. have immigrated from, from whichever country. So I get that is it kind of makes sense to have his mum telling a story because, you know, on in the fire, there's him and four other th- four other rappers um, mm-hmm. talking about times that they, you know, difficulties they went through in childhood. So I get that. I think it's I think it's a moving thing to have her on the end of it. Okay, I don't know. Fair I, was, I enjoyed fair. it. Fair. Um Okay, cool. Let's I'm not sure about question. the Daniel Kaluuya one. I can't. I can't remember the exact. There's two of them. Says on it. And, yeah, yeah. When yeah, he's like, um, <laughs> it was kind of funny. When he basically said, "I don't want to die for what I stand for. I want to live for what I stand for." I don't. That sounds nice, in it, but that doesn't even. That doesn't make sense. It actually, I mean, by definition, the whole thing about dying for what you stand mm. for is basically saying you believe in it so much that if I had to die, if I had to choose between believing in this or death, I'm going to choose death. Like mm-hmm. you can't just decide. Oh, actually, um. I believe in forcefully converting people to another religion, so I'm gonna live for that. Like you can't, you can't, you can't do that. You go, you, you either die for what you stand for, you don't. So um, yeah. Um, and obviously at the end of um, Free Rivers, where he's basically talking about going against the tide and basically basically accepting himself as a black person and all that mm. stuff. I get all these things, but again, it's like it's not bringing the album together as maybe they thinks it is, or even like um when Nathan Tessie pops up again on um both sides of a smile yeah. I think it was like also you know who's your who's your Cinderella and it's like where the fuck is this coming from like what has this got do you know what I mean it's, it's not it's I think the cameos like, were confusing I get the skit with yeah. the mum that makes complete sense yeah that, that makes sense to me but the other ones don't it speaks really. the Daniel Kalu one particularly speaks to what you're talking about with oh we're just going to put Snow Allegra as one of the biggest features we're going to put this here we're making sure Stormzy's going to be on on Clash on the album talking about Chipmunk doing the likes yeah, yeah. it just yeah it, yeah it just kind of comes across like yeah I wanted number one and don't, don't get me wrong he got it but yeah I, I it again it just makes it feel like and again no one has fucking spoken about the skits because that's thing like once you start getting into the hard truths people get upset <laughs> like what the fuck does any of this mean but um okay cool let's go to another question what other questions do we have right let us go to um Why do Dave's intentionally fun-spirited songs not resonate with some people? Okay. And obviously that would be Lazarus, Location, and System. Okay, I'll start with that one. I mean, Location is his biggest song, so I think it resonated with people just fine. Sorry, mate. Like, <laughs> I mean, regardless of what you think about it, that is his biggest song. And I think the reason why that song resonated with people is because it feels genuine. Um Yeah. Like, I mean, straight up, like, I think you can tell that him, I think you can tell that Burner Boy understood the theme of the song and he kind of stuck, kind of, like, you can tell there was chemistry in the room when yeah, they made yeah. that one. Do you know what I mean? And it's very obvious. And don't know, maybe COVID is a big um factor as to why maybe there's not as much chemistry on this album, I feel like. um So, okay, let's set that up. I mean, obviously, the other ones are System and Lazarus. Let's talk about those songs right now. Lazarus, right? Don't get me wrong. I think it's fucking hilarious, but this song is 
awful. Like, this is not even Dave being fun. This is Dave going to the studio, either very drunk or very high, and just thinking, fuck it. Put me on a beat. Put me on a beat. Let's go. <laughs> There's no... There is... I can put money on Dave not being sober making this song. I'm Like, straight up. Like... Lazarus, and this is what I mean. And if any song needs you to confirm that Dave is all over the place in this album, it's this one. He's starting off the verse with political corruption, won't start to a government left, and then right after you're talking about if you got a body like Uche texting up for your father's mortgage. It's like, okay, so what topic do you want to attack right now, Dave? Like, what mm. what is it actually going to be? Do you know what I mean like you're not Jay Huss? Do you know what I mean like I don't? Then it felt like he was trying to use that kind of formula, but the thing like Jay Huss is. One is he's funny, and two he's a bit more focused than this. Like he's not, he's not gonna do this. Do you know what I mean? He's not, not, yeah. not to this degree where it's so stark. Like, like I mean, it's just yeah. I just don't understand what he's trying to do with this song at all. Like at all. Uh, system again. I think the reason people don't resonate with this one is not because it's fun. It's because it just feels very like oh, I'm definitely trying to make another location. I think it's so obvious. Like it kind of come across, it kind of comes across inauthentic to me. Where it's like, oh yeah, yeah, cool. The whole you know, Dave and Afrobeat artist worked last time. Let's run it back. Like I think a lot of people have said, like Wizkid could do this in his sleep, and I kind of agree with that. It doesn't seem like Wizkid did anything special in this song. Not so at I all. think that's why it's yeah. nice so, to yeah, listen to. It's a good beat. It sounds great, but like, it, yeah. like Wizkid didn't add anything to this. Like. Yeah, like, this is, like, you know one of those, like, one for the girls, like, this feels like this, like... <laughs> that yeah, didn't very, interest yeah. me particularly. Yeah, um, what, what did you think of um, Lazarus and, yeah, as well? Similar to you. I mean, I don't really have much to say. Like, he was all over the place. One minute he's saying something, the next minute he's like, um, what is it, pretty in pink, she bad her in blue, and just all these, yeah. if you were me, you'd be arrogant too. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, another song we haven't really mentioned, I was going to say, was, like, Verdansk. Okay, Let's yeah. talk about that. Um, I feel like, again, this is um very... Flexing arch- for the first half. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, it feels like it's very, like, archetypical of Dave. Like, it's just like, yeah, like, you know, he's going to have that... It, it reminds mm. you a lot of Titanium. Yeah. Like, a lot. And, and, and this is the thing with Dave that really irks me. It feels like once he kind of has a formula, he does stick to it. Yeah. Like, okay. quite... Like, I feel like when I hear Streatham and Professor X, I feel the same song. When I hear Titanium and this song, I feel the same song. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it feels like sometimes when Dave is on this, like... And he has that throw. Like, I've heard mm. it so many times. I'm like, oh, I can, I can almost guess the next bar in a, yeah. In a way. Yeah. Um, the beat does progress somewhat. Yeah. I'll give him that. Like, it's it's quite an ominous beat. I mean, there's... Mm. I like that the instruments slowly build up and kind of... It, there's, like, cello instruments in there as well, I think. Mm. Um, but I feel like we didn't necessarily... It wasn't necessarily, like... It's hard to explain sometimes when you get, like, a build-up... Like, a slow build-up of instruments... And it just yeah. felt like it didn't arrive at whatever destination they were supposed to be. Yeah. And, and he did that. It's hard to explain without of, listening back yeah, to it again. Um, yeah. Go on. No, I get you. Like, I think, because um, you had like the bass coming in on certain like lines where like, mm-hmm. my mom's got matching whips with young and then the bass drops like, oh, okay, cool. And then um, he had like a lot of vocal layering on certain yeah. lines. Do you know what I mean? And okay, cool. I get it. But it doesn't, it just feels mm-hmm. like you're just spitting bars. And don't worry, that's not bad. Like, I think the song's decent, but it's not like, 
oh, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of, okay, yeah, they've, they've, they've spitting. Do you know what I mean? Like, right after we heard you kind of talk about saving a boy's life, were what happened yeah. the <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You know, yeah. Now you're talking about kidding another man. It's like getting him airlifted. Do you see my problem with this fucking album? <laughs> like, it's like, I don't... It's a lot of it's just very like, corny lines. Like, I drop YGs, oh, yeah. like, do it like Kalani. Come People like that on. Line. I hate it. And this is, this is, this is another thing with Dave that he really needs to get out the right off. Stop prioritizing these fucking witty one-liners over full song mm-hmm. concepts. Because he keeps doing that shit. And it's actually annoying. It's actually like, you're... If if you if you want to be like Gets right, you want to be with the best of them. They don't just make songs off of this one cheeky line. Mm-hmm. They don't, and he does that throughout this whole like, not okay throughout this whole song, but as well in other parts of the, the album where it just feels like he's like again like double entendre is like his favorite form of lyric- lyricism. Yeah, and he will yeah. keep going. He will keep. He does it well, that. but he also <laughs> does it really badly. Um, yeah, like he and he does it very often. But um, he yeah, loves, the song was all know, right. Like you know, something you know, he's he loves got, doing. Got some lines in it where. He loves mentioning and yeah. doing it and doing like a number in a row. Just really typical English girl names. He loves Nelly, Ellie, yeah. Betty, <laughs> yeah. Kelly. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's always talking about one girl he's got from one area of the, of the world, whether it's Sydenham, Compton, or you know what I mean, um, Loughton. Like he does. He always does this. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just. Mm. He's like. Yeah. I just. Yeah. Did, how do you feel? He's like. Um. I don't want to see her at Carney. I mean, like, he doesn't want her to go out. And then he's like, oh, but I'm not unbeaten on misogyny. Uh-huh. Feels- I mean, no, it always, it always, I'm not unbeaten on misogyny. It's I've got bougie wood. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. It's I a funny like, line. It's a, a funny line. That's a part. But, um, but yeah, obviously saying he's not wanting to see out Cardi, we can tie that to Survivor Skill in a minute because there's can. so many... There's, yes, so that's yes. That's what we talk about, yeah. I believe. Yes. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, yes, he has some lines here. Don't get me wrong. Like, I feel like the... the the lyrical exercise is, is flexing, but... But he can't help again, himself. Yeah, he can't help himself. Oh, my bro, Brick Lane, we don't know about Shoreditch. So, all right, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, all right. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, like, some of these things, like, I can't, like... Or um, squash that beef, like, fruit and barley. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all right. Okay. But, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I think it's more for, like, the um, appeal. Like, wait, basically, I think it's more for the flashiness. Like, you know... Yeah. Um, I took a hundred bags from Barclays Bank. No cap, you can go and ask Ellie. Like, it's just like, yeah. oh, I'm, 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 I'm thinking, oh, he's got money, not, oh, that's a bar. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's the way I see it. Um, but, you know, let's flip right over to Survivor Skill. This is what I wanted to talk about. And again, it, I, I, we spoke about it when Titanium Mercury came out, when Dave had a bit of um, adversity, we'll say, from the from the general public. I think... Um, he was, he was having a good time on holiday and people said, well, we can't have that. It's, that's not the right hue for you, mate. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I think he, he addressed it on Mercury a little bit, but I think he went, he went all in on this one. And in a way, I, I, oh, I feel sorry for him because I don't think he needed to address it like this. I don't think he needs to explain his taste in women. And I think the fact that he kind of leaned into that Do is kind of... Little- background for people that okay yeah yeah so, so the story also he was on holiday with like fredo or something and he was with women who the, the gist is they weren't black <laughs> I mean, some of them were white girls and mm-hmm. just girls having a great time and obviously people found or sourced a picture of his ex not his ex yeah his ex from like 
secondary school like he was with, like he mm-hmm. knew it from the start and all of that and she's like some Albanian girl and obviously people are like hold on this guy made the song black like what's that I'm, I'm, I'm very conflicted here uh, so yeah so a lot of people get at him for that and bring it digging up old tweets uh, things of that nature you know the story goes yeah um, so yeah so then he even, he even talks about it here when he's like um, when he's like um, is that enough reason to bury yeah. me in the tomb you know what is that? My ex has got ivory skin, which is funny because reading the elephant room, like, oh, what? Oh, okay, whatever, whatever. But it's not, it's not <laughs> yeah, worse. I found that funny. But like, um, yeah. when he said, and this is what I was saying, like, are you guys going to call this boss? Sorry, I fell in love with an Albanian. I know it's mad. Why is it mad? Like, why is it mad you fell in love with an Albanian? Like, <laughs> it feels almost apologetic. Yes, yeah. that's the problem. Not that like, he's explaining it and being like, yeah, cool, this is what happened. <laughs> Some of these lines feel a bit, yeah, I don't know. That one in particular is like, yeah, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, literally. That's, that's it. like, yeah, but I, I know, guys, I've been, I know we're not really meant to do that. Like, do you know what I mean? That's how it feels. Mm. Like, like, what? Like, why in the world? Like, I get it if you're just kind of saying stuff mm. in the studio and it's all coming out, but someone, who is that person to tell you, no, you know what? You don't need to do that. Like, let, let, let keep this one in the archives. And he, and then I feel like this is where it kind of even progresses later on in this song. When he's talking, again, we're talking about like, not in any girl called Carney. Then he's mm. like, black woman, I just want to say I'm sorry. I've done a lot of shit. I won't lie to you. I want to be a voice for you, be a light for you. All this nice stuff, right? Mm. I know I haven't done enough. I want to try for you. But it doesn't feel like it's coming from a place of, oh, he maybe genuinely wants to do this, but it feels like he's apologizing for being on holiday with ambiguous coloured women rather than like you know he's actually done some shit wrong and he's apologetic for it do you know what I mean I mean what, what, was the, what was the vibes you get from this song I think it's funny <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> fair enough I get the I get the humour I do think some of these lines are no no, like, no I, get, I think it's know. funny what you're saying like oh. that it feels <laughs> that he's being apologetic because it's coming straight after like yeah you guys found me out when I was 16, <laughs> I dated a white girl. Um, I'm sorry. I'm going to change. <laughs> yeah. That's the vibe I get. I can't help it. That is the vibe I get for this song. Um, yeah. The rest of the song is actually good. But it's just that section, mm-hmm. yeah, where he's kind of basically explaining his um, preferences. There's a bar about him. Um, where he's, I'd rather rap about arguing with my girl than fucking with your girl. But I don't mind because both are true. See, that's a bar. I like that. I do like that. I can't lie. <laughs> that is pretty sick. I mean, he does have some. He does have some bars here. Like the production is actually quite nice. I like mm. Georgia Smith. Um, vocals kind of warped in the background. I do. Yeah, like this is one of the songs. I'm like, oh, like everything out. Everything outside of that bullshit. I was like, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It was like, I would even trust my own shadow in the cavern. Yeah. Um, you'll die for a while. Like Jeffrey Baratheon. That's a. That's, that's a good funny. line. That's funny. Do you know what I mean? Um. But yeah, I think the song kind of got ruined by um, him basically just um, yeah doing too much, really. <laughs> and then obviously you have Daniel Kaluuya at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, any, wasn't any yeah. Other question? Any was question not the uh, strongest song. <clears throat> um, what have we not really touched? Yeah, I mean uh, we kind of talked about Three Rivers, didn't we? To kind of explain for people that haven't kind of. Have we talked about oh, it yeah. yet? Not really. But um, I see if there's any other questions, I'm going to try, try and tie them in and wrap yeah. up. Uh, what, let's see, is there any other... Uh, oh, well, are we... Oh, what specifically do you want Dave mm. to do to execute, execute on lock? lock? Okay. 
Um, no, we'll keep that one for the end, actually. Let's talk about... So, we'll talk about Three Rivers. Yeah. But I want to talk about Law of Attraction quickly. Do it. Straight up worst song Dave's ever made. This is where he really can't help himself with these shitty one-liners. She's studying Law of Attraction. What the fuck? <laughs> Come. Come on. Come on, guys. Come on. On Snow Allegra can't save this song. She didn't even try to save this song. She wasn't that good. No. J5 can't save this song. He's trying. He's fighting for his life on this one as well. Like, you break, you're going to break a bone if you fall out in love with me. Holy shit, man. Like, come on. Come on. And when he, when he kind of breaks into some sort of weird, like, 2000s fabulous, like, flow, I put you in a truck with me. You're stuck with me. Like, where is this coming from? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it just feels like he just got gas in LA and some of these songs came out. You can't tell me otherwise. Like, what is this? Like, uh, I put your name on a necklace. That's a chain oh, reaction. Oh, don't, 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 don't. That is, don't. What, that's some big Sean level shit, man. Yeah, that is. Holy crap. Like, this, yeah, this song is straight it's, up, Yeah, it's a bad song. Straight, it's a bad song. Straight up. Like, like, we talk about Lazarus. You can talk about 20 to 1. This is the worst one, straight up. So, And it makes sense because... It's not a natural collaboration. Yes. The, like, the song is forced. It feels 100% forced. It, does, yes. like, it doesn't... It feels clunky. Um, it doesn't... Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's... Yeah. It's... Oh, it's very contrived. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm in LA. Hit me up. Oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> Let's go to the studio. That, that's, yeah. that's what I get from this. Like, oh, another one, because I can't help myself. X5. Oh, come on. Room. I was about to say that. No, <laughs> come on. Like, come on. Holy. I mean, there's, you could keep listing them off. Santan, banking's our ability, but I'm still learning accountability. Like, oh, like, fuck. <laughs> like, oh, but like, In the Fire is on the same album as some of these songs. Like, come on. You got, you can't tell me he's trried throughout this whole thing. But, um, yeah, no, um, do you want to touch on Free Rivers a little bit? Yeah, let's do it a little bit. I mean, yeah. It's probably one of the most emotive songs on it, right? Like, mm-hmm. people that don't know, obviously, the three of us being journeys of immigrants from the Caribbean, Eastern Europe, Middle East. Um, mm-hmm. Quite like a heart-wrenching story. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like this could have been cut down a lot. I mean, how, how long is the song again? Um, the skits make it. Five and a half minutes. I think I clocked yeah. it and was like, it could be three and a half. There are a lot of yeah. these songs that towards the end, there's either just like this instrumental outro for a good minute and a half. That I'm like, cool, skip. that didn't need to happen. Yeah. Or there's a skit that doesn't necessarily, with the exception of um, his mum on one of them, like mm-hmm. they don't need to be there. Like they don't, yeah. ne- they don't actually add anything of value to the song. If anything, they actually detract from like the seriousness and the, like the vulnerability that Dave's actually giving us. Mm-hmm. And then, I oh, cool, agreed. Daniel Kaluuya's just jumped on, giving us some, like, <laughs> yeah. business acumen. Like, ah, oh, come on. Yeah, no, 100%. I think Free Rivers is like, ah, oh, you're halfway there. Like, I think this is where I think CJ tried to say in five years' time, mm. um, what's it called? You'll be a 10. Because it's like, it's like Dave, it's like, I can see it. Like, oh, I see you're really trying. Like, mm. songs like this, I'm like, I know what you're trying to do. This is actually a really sick I, um, song um, song idea. Like, I think this is really fucking sick. And then it's like, oh, but something just ruins it. Like, oh, man, it was so close. Like, again, I think the song idea, amazing. Mm. I really, like, this is like black so, on steroids. But, so like, many brilliant lines. 
yeah, like, oh, like, so good. Like, so good. It doesn't sound preachy or anything like mm. that. And the thing is, he's going through different rivers and he's going through time as yeah. well. I was like, oh, this is, this is really fucking sick. Like, this is the highs. I'm like, oh, oof, damn, mm. all right, Dave. Like, damn, show, showing me up. And then, um, like you said, like, I think the production wasn't that great. I think the, again, pro- uh, um, instrumentals going on for way longer than he should it reminds me of Screwface Capital mm. on um, Psychodrama yeah, that yeah. one went for way too long um, and obviously the skit just like okay I don't really get why you're there mate um, yeah 100% agree with you on that one like yeah. yeah I think the song I think it really detracts because I think the song idea is so fucking good like yeah. I think it's really fucking good really really but, yeah. good yeah like really good it's like, <laughs> but, yeah. imagine the place where you raise your kids the only place you live says it ain't says you ain't a Brit, they're deporting our people and it makes me sick because they're broken by the country that it came to fix. And he just keeps going on and on and on with these. Like, asylum's got them in a different war. They're key workers, but they couldn't even get in the door. That's a bar as well. That's a good bar. bar. That's a good bar. Um, Yeah. I feel like there's a mention, I don't know if it's in this song, but there's like a mention of Pretty Patel somewhere. Is there? Oh really? I didn't. Me, maybe it's just failed disguise at her immigration policy. But um, yeah, maybe. But yeah, you can't kind of talk about like yeah, what's yeah. happening right now in the Middle East. Yeah, like stuff and like obviously, especially right now. Yeah, way more posting, right? Do you know what I mean? So it's like, mm. but I feel like the thing about Dave, right? I feel like sometimes his age hinders him more than his mind. Like sometimes, it's like okay, like you're not. I think you, you're aware of some of the problems that are happening in our society and the world around you. And maybe you don't know enough or you haven't done enough, like, studying and traveling to fully express this in song. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I feel like that happens sometimes. I think this one, like, don't worry, he's done a good job of it. But then I feel like when he's talking about other topics on the Friday album, it's like, oh, like, man, if you just kind of sat with this a bit longer or you actually had, do you know what I mean? Like, then maybe this could have worked. Um, yeah. Um, let's get to that. So, so, Let's loop back to that question that we were asked. Yeah. So it was like, um, what is it? What specifically? <laughs> the way this question is worded is it's like, what is it yeah, you want? Yeah, like, what what he's done it. Come on. <laughs> what does he want? What does he have to do? What does he have to do? Okay. But, yeah, go ahead. Also, okay. I'll just what specifically do you want Dave to execute at unlocking his music? Continue. <laughs> cool. I feel like we just, I feel like he's unlocked a lot in this album in terms of Bet, like better lyricism um i feel like there's mm-hmm. there are some songs where you can see that the ability to produce songs that are like in the fire right well-produced song uh both sides of the smile well-produced song he just needs to unlock consistency um yeah. i guess quality control and like um ma- a lot of these things also come with maturity so like we say this but we fully recognize that he's 23 and i don't think a lot of you guys do yeah that's true yeah like we recognize he's 23 but at the same time we're like well yeah it wasn't a lot of this just wasn't that great (laughs) like some of these songs just weren't that great so yeah quality control taking out songs that just don't need to be there clash should not be in this album um the snow allegra song like trust yourself like you are you know the the country's appointed you the prodigal son like you don't need to have snow allegra on the album like I feel like you're going to go number one anyway. I don't think she needs to be on there at all. Um, Agreed. I'd say just back yourself in the concept and just go for it from start to finish. Like If that's what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I agree. And I mean, like it's a, it's a concept album, like the, the cover, the title, 
you've got five or six songs which are like fully in the concept and then you've got four that aren't. So it's not like it's, I, it's, it's not, not like I don't album. it's not like I don't enjoy fun spirited songs. It's just that they shouldn't be next to that if they're not going to fully the, tie in and they don't. Yeah, they don't. Tie and the in. track tr- and the track listing is just man. People, this is where track listing is so important. The track listing on this is not good, mm. not good. But what I want to see from Dave execute focus. He needs to stick to an idea. And stick with it throughout the whole thing. Start how you intend to finish, right? If you want to talk about mental health throughout a whole album, mm. then that's what you wanted to do, right? I'm not saying it's the greatest concept in the world, but if that is what you want to do, then stick to it and stick to it well. Mm-hmm. Um, again, prioritize fleshing out whole song ideas instead of witty one-liners. The emphasis on witty one-liners need to stop. Like, I get it when you're young and you're rapping, mm. but you have enough skill to not rely on these anymore. You need to let those go. Much better production. So either spend more money on getting better production to, or take more time mm. or both. Like get samples, get people who do live instrumentation, really take it up a notch. Like, and you can bring your piano. You can bring, <laughs> you bring your, your piano, piano, with, piano you. with you. You can bring your little Stanway and Sons. You can do that. You can do that. Like, but we need more. We need more because then you're, every song's going to sound like another version of the last. Like, I really feel like this sounds so much like Circle Drama. Mm. And I feel like there's, there's so many ways where it surpasses it and there's so many ways where it doesn't. And that's why it feels like it's just like exactly the same, really. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think those, I think those just consist like a focus and a, I mean, overall, I'm talking about focus. I think he just needs a focus and better production. And I think that easily makes him like mm-hmm. a significantly stronger artist. Like mm-hmm. a, wow, this guy is much stronger. Yeah. Because I think right now, if you compare him to someone else who's also 23 in um, Corday, right? Corday yeah. is about to be on his second album. He, he dropped his first album in 2019 yeah. as well. You can see the difference, man. Like Corday is way above Dave's level. You can see how much talent this guy had and how much he's... Um, kind of grown from that even from his EP you're like holy shit like this guy is mm. do you know what I mean so I get what you mean by he's 23 and I don't wrong he still has time but it's like look, look at what your age mate is doing do you know what I mean like there's so mm. many things like Corday again Corday had to kind of some some issues as well where he was prioritising like I feel like with Corday it was like he had an over-reliance on features yeah. I don't think all these but I think I think he was very J. Cole in his delivery and now he's kind of amped it up and like okay now he's got the lyricism and he's got the cadence he's got like to me he's kind of seems to have got everything yeah. that's what I want from him I want him to unlock that side where it's like okay yes mm. I you know I can I don't need to always like I don't always need to rely on my lyricism yeah or do you know what I mean and stuff like that I think you get what I'm trying to say do you know what I mean like, mm. like I think like this just needs to be more he just needs to become more of a well-rounded artist yeah where it's like okay it's not just about lyricism it's about production, how you fit into that. It's about cadence, how you switch out different flows. Yeah, I would flows. like that. Cause do you know what I mean? Like, I, don't, I don't think we said, but it, obviously in We're Alone, he did it first song. That's nice. Mm-hmm. There was a flow switch up with the yeah, beat. Very Fredo S, by the yeah. way. It was nice. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. But mm-hmm. It was really nice. Cool. It would it would be nice to get some different flows. Um, so yeah, to yeah. summarise, so that you don't say we rambled, to summarise, answer yeah. your question, we said... Um, more consistency, uh, stick to an idea, focus. Um, I'm going to add in, uh, pick your features wisely. Don't, yes. don't make them superfluous to, to the song or to the mm-hmm. overall kind of theme. Um, mm-hmm. be more consistent in your production mm-hmm. and 
sort out the skits. <laughs> but even then, that's like, even if the skits, I'm just saying like, what would just easily, like what would make the biggest difference is just a focus. Like if I have all those things, if he just had some focus, it would make his music significantly, like significantly better. It would take it from like a six to an eight, maybe. Yeah, if you re- like, replace those three songs that we didn't enjoy at all with three more songs of like the second half of the album, mm-hmm. songs of that caliber, yeah. it would have been a, a much, much better album. Across yeah. the board. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Um, 2020, I got enough to say about 2020. Come on, guys. I've got to say about that one. So, da, 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 yeah. It <laughs> came in 40 minutes during the album. See what Dave's prioritizing. Anyways, this is what I'm fucking trying to I mean, whatever. I got enough to say about that. It's, it's, yeah. There we go. It's the only song I've got no notes for. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you got any closing uh, remarks? I think we kind of cl- did well with that um, final question, but yeah, yeah. any closing remarks? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's there are some really good highs. Like, you can't feel for the topics, the themes he, like, mm. really gets into. There are meteor tracks where he, like, fully goes in. Like, we, we mm. talked about Three Rivers. Like, what a beautiful song. Like, his mm. poetry, his ly- lyricism has really improved. Um mm. You, like you can't fault that and I think that's definitely something pe- people have picked up in up on mm. sorry um, for good reason um, so yeah some some really really brilliant songs in there that we'll definitely be listening to over and over yeah for yeah. sure for sure but yeah till next time David till next time till we'll next be here <laughs> you're, you're doing okay you're doing okay this there's you know you're not perfect yet. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. You're only 23. A lot of guys have been rapping 15, 20 years. And you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's not an easy game. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. But yeah, as always, you can find uh, us on Instagram at the Vinyl Collective Pod. Vinyl Collective mm-hmm. Pod. No, there. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at TVC Pod. Uh, wherever you're listening to us, you can also find us on all of the other platforms. Uh, so that's Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast, uh, YouTube google podcast if you're on there for some reason and <laughs> yeah check us out on there email us at vinyl collect vinyl pod at gmail.com and yeah that leads us on to the only thing left we have to say which is we have a playlist out called now and then it's the best playlist around mm. each week we pick one new song True. from the last year two years and then we pick a a throwback song uh could be 10 years old could be 20 i think we have a couple of songs that are from the 1960s on here so we do could go all the way back uh you can start us off because i'm still picking my now song ah uh, thanks <laughs> um my now song oh i don't know why i always find this one harder i always do but mm. um my now song okay no it's fine my now song will be um Freestyle by Fredo. Mm-hmm. Absolute fucking banger, mate. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, and my Ven song. Um, Can't Tell Me Nothing, Kanye West. Two Kanye's in two weeks. Yeah. Love it. Cool. Banging song. Right. Uh, okay. I'm going to start with my now song. Is going to be... Hmm. My now song is going to be Knees by Injury Reserve. Okay. I like enough. it the more I listen to it. 
Fair. It is weird, Fair. but it is really good. <laughs> Have you heard it yet? Not yet. Oh, I do Not recommend. Yet. Yeah, that is a brilliant song. Um, and my then song is song I mentioned earlier. It's not that old. I think it's just three years old, but we'll call it then. Mm. Uh, it's Pip Millay with Love the Things You Do. Cool. Yeah. And so mentioned, check them out on our playlist. Uh, yeah, as always, remember to check us out on the usual socials Final Collector Pod on Instagram, TVC Pod on Twitter, Final Collector Pod everywhere else. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got any. Harsh criticism. I don't really give a fuck. I already told you, John. Send to us at vinylcollectorpod at gmail.com or just at us, be pricks, leave a comment on the section. I don't care. Yeah, you know where we are. Uh, Till next time, guys. Peace.